0: Do you ever find yourself yearning to look beyond the obvious and dreaming about what's possible in your next chapter? Welcome to the Next Chapter Experience. I'm your host, Jeanette Blissett, former corporate executive who turned the page to become a best-selling author, entrepreneur, designer, and lifestyle business consultant. Episodes feature me and a kaleidoscope of guests who share their journeys with wit, candor, and humor. Braving life into real talks about things that matter most. I believe we all have a fire burning within us, waiting to be unleashed and shared with the world. It may just be a matter of time. So let's get together, turn the page and get this adventure started. Welcome to the Next Chapter Experience. I'm your host, Jeanette Blissett. And today's guest is Dr. Peggy Gleason. She is a Duke-trained certified integrative health coach, as well as a life and wellness coach, and holds a doctoral degree. She has been a nurse for over four decades. Her passion is to coach professional women by exploring all dimensions of their lives physically and emotionally. She has inspired women from all over the globe to continue their success as professional women while finding time for living a life of more contentment, better health, and more peace of mind. Dr. Peggy, welcome to the Next Chapter Experience. Thank you very much. I am honored to be on your show. It feels good to have you. The timing couldn't be any better because we're moving towards the end of the year and naturally Most of us think about what have we done all year long? What do we have yet to do? And how do I want to approach this time as we move forward? So let's dig in a little bit and talk about, first of all, your practice.
1: When people know that you're a holistic type of person, they know you work with everything. A lot of my clients are frustrated. Their health is going down the tubes. They cannot lose weight. They're exhausted. They're overwhelmed. It's that whole burnout. But I think so many of them come with one
0: problem, but it always ends up as something
1: else underneath.
0: That sounds really familiar. But first of all, let's rewind for a moment. You started out in nursing. Okay, What inspired you to take on nursing as a profession? so glad you asked me that. Not everybody asked me that.
1: It came organic because when I grew up, there were so many sick people around me. My brother had Down syndrome. I had an aunt and uncle both with multiple sclerosis. I had two grandparents with dementia. My mother was a nurse, so she really didn't work very much during, when I was, after I was born, I was the last of six, but she was always helping people. And then it just became a natural thing for me to help. My brother with Downs was a year ahead of me, but of course he was way behind me in developmentally. So I was always running after him and taking care of him. And I never thought about being a nurse. I really didn't. I was an artist first. That was my passion. So my whole plan was, all right, that's what I do. That was fine. I believe all things are meant to be. All of a sudden, I'm like, this is what I believe I'm here to do because of my background. And what I watched my entire life was we were a family that helped everybody that needed it. And it's part of my fiber it's like we're caregivers, we're helpers.
0: So nursing made sense. When you decided to go deeper, farther and wider, as you reached a higher level of learning, what was the inspiration behind that?
1: Oh, because I worked in critical care, I worked on many different floors, but along the way, we'd see some of the same people, and especially on the medical floors. Oh, here comes Mr. Smith. Oh, he's here again. Oh no. And it occurred to me that, He was not getting better. He was getting worse because he kept coming back. So I was noticing every time he came back, he had more symptoms. They'd give him more pharmaceuticals and he'd have more side effects. And it became a constant snowball, just getting bigger and bigger. And I started questioning, why can't we get better? Like today, I look at respectfully allopathic medicine, which is what we have here as for acute care. You break a leg, you're in, having a heart attack, you need that acute care and it's wonderful and I'm grateful every day, but we're missing it with the chronic illness. Take a drug, take a drug. And we never get to the root cause of what's going on in a chronic illness and what's going on in the world, right? It seems that chronic illness is worse and worse and stress being the biggest factor in chronic illness, And that's another subject. So that's what made me start reading and I read everything I could get my hands on. And I eventually found myself in a program and earned my doctor my master's and my doctorate in natural health. But it wasn't shingle at all. That's not what it was for. I just was so curious and passionate about what could I find that would help people. In the Eastern world, the thing that they have in common They have time to take care of this. They sit quietly. They will have a practice. We don't. But to answer your question, it was because I was curious to see how we as a society in America could get better.
0: To get better. Yesterday, I was in the local pharmacy and to be quite transparent, I went to get a flu shot. And so I went back to where the pharmacy is located and you know how it's set up, they have the counter and then they have their shelving of all the different packages of prescriptions that are are ready for pickup. Yes. I could not get over the number of packages there were. Sometimes it's full packages for just one person. I thought to myself, wow. Wow. With the integrative medicine, can you give us a little bit more of a framework of understanding what that is comprised of when we go to a practitioner?
1: I'm going to tell you about integrative health. Okay. When you're looking for a doctor that does that, it's a great thing. Because what the difference is, number one, they're going to look at the whole person. Because we know there's so many different areas of our being that are connected, right? So they're going to just say, oh, your throat hurts okay. Oh, yeah, it's a little right. Let's put you on an antibiotic. But they never ask you what's going on in your life. You have an ulcer? Oh, you got a bad ulcer. Don't ask you about what's going on in your life. Do you have stresses? How's your home life? Integrative medicine is so wonderful in that they will talk to you. In fact, if you go to a practice, and I've gone to integrative practitioners, they'll sit down and you're like, oh, we're just like sitting down having coffee. This is great. I like this nice, comfortable chair. And they'll talk to you about you. Then from there, they can figure out what's going on. Why is health failing? What is leading to what? And I love it. I just totally love the fact that there are so many amazing people going into integrative medicine and integrative health, health care. And I think it's a very needed type of practice. We need more of them is what my point is. There's not enough.
0: You said it earlier with the number of people who are going through a revolving door.
1: It has a lot to do with insurance too. We do have that little caveat. Some things are covered, some things are not. And that's what's really frustrating for any of the modalities. An integrative practitioner may say what you could really would help you is go to this acupuncture. She's over here. She's really good. I recommend her highly. You will never hear an allopathic doctor say, go to an acupuncturist. And I want to be respectful. They don't know what they don't know because they haven't been taught. I'm certified in nutrition and I'm launching a mind-body nutrition program in 2023. And the reason for that is they only get seven hours of nutrition in their whole years of school or seven units. It's a little. And when you, it's if I may share a short story, I personally have a regular allopathic practitioner and just to make sure everything's going well. And she said to me one day, we never went over all your, your supplements. And I just smiled because I'm thinking, she doesn't even know a quarter of what I'm taking because I know that's one of my good topics. And I thought, I'll just let her, she's going to go, oh, you take a multivitamin and you take this and you take that. And it was very few things I had put on that chart because what's the point? And she looked at me, she goes, they can... Harm you if you, they can harm you, and I just I always want to mean professional and respectful. And I said, oh, okay, I was not going to argue because she didn't know what she didn't know, and I had respect the fact that she doesn't know. But you can bet, I never saw that practitioner ever again. I never saw again. I wanted to, that would respect what I was doing to empower myself to be well and to heal
0: hard to get to though it really is it's hard to get to that at on the surface level they'll ask you what supplements are you taking can you list all the supplements and things of that nature but when it comes to things beyond the obvious I think that each one of us has a responsibility to educate ourselves and connect ourselves with support that you trust
1: absolutely
0: there's something to the placebo effect though i am going to study that a little bit more yeah Uh, what your story reminds me of my story where i got my annual blood draw and my doctor looked at my levels the cholesterol levels he said jeanette these are high and we really do need to work to get these lower but he was a different type of doctor he said before we go to a prescription this is what i want you to do he said i tell me what you're eating I told him what I was eating he said I want you to do a diary and so I did the food diary he said this is the change I want you to make and he actually outlined it no milk no cheese, no this, no that. And then he said, I want you to focus on eating cruciferous vegetables. We will do another blood draw and we'll see the results of it. He could not believe, he could not believe the results. He just said, wow, you've got some great genes just with the right foods. So, exactly. Exactly. And that's my point. That's such a wonderful
1: story because most doctors won't know that cruciferous will do that. They don't know because they're connected to pharmaceutical companies. And I don't mean this disrespectful, but we know there's some connection there. And overall, they just don't take the time to learn. And I think that's the pity of it all is my cholesterol is definitely easily managed.
0: I know Dr. Gundry thinks so. I follow Dr. Gundry's podcast. And I've had several of his books and I'm always amazed. It's a true story. It's great. Always amazed. So let's switch gears and talk a little bit about what you mean by the 12 dimensions of wellness. All of that.
1: Oh, I love this topic. In fact, my upcoming summit is featuring, we're only going to do eight, but it's the eight dimensions of wellness. And I love thinking about the 12 dimensions. I'm going to name them self-love and responsibility eating moving thinking feeling communicating playing and working because that's about balance intimacy finding meaning and transcending Ooh. and when you look at all these dimensions oh it's so rich what's interesting is if you're at a kilter on one guess what the whole circle's affected wow think about if you're really having trouble with losing weight right how does that affect your moving? How does it affect your intimacy? And intimacy does not always have to be sexual, but intimacy. How does it affect your feeling? How does it affect your thinking? One thing that goes wrong affects everything. And my passion is looking at the interconnection of all of these dimensions and finding out what they want to work on first. What's the most important? And that's what we go after and we start working through. And it's amazing how people can transform if they understand all that.
0: That's remarkable. So tell me a little bit more about this summit. When does that happen?
1: Coming up, it's going to be aired December 8th and 9th.
0: Oh, December 8th and 9th. Okay.
1: Yeah, I'll send you the information if you'd like it. We have a, a wonderful variation of incredible speakers. I only chose the eight dimensions. And I named them a little differently for the summit because I knew it would be easier to understand that most people will not understand what transcending section is. But we have, I think right now we're up to about 22, 23 amazing speakers. Wow. One one naturopathic doctor is brilliant. She'll be talking about, I believe she said she was going to talk about oral bacteria and its effect on the brain and memory, right? All these things we just don't think about. We have a doctorate in therapy and how that affects our overall health. Another person is going to be talking about focus and the list goes on and on. And it's really rich variety and super excited and really humbled at the caliber of the people that are willing to share in this experience. That's amazing. So the eighth and ninth are those full day summits? No, they're probably going to, we're looking at six hours a day from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, we felt there were too many speakers to do it in one day. We want them to enjoy it.
0: And to be quite frank, I've been on some of these two, three day summits or seminars. There's, I believe, a sweet spot in terms of the length of time. And we say your brain will absorb as much as your backside will endure. I
1: love that. I got to remember that. Everybody's attention drifts after 45 minutes. Fortunately, these talks will only be 30 per person.
0: I think that's going to be really timely. So I'm looking forward to that. I have to check that out on your website.
1: Yeah. And people will have the opportunity to purchase the whole program if they want to. There's a lot of people that are working during the day. So it makes it difficult for them to catch every speaker. So we are going to have something available at the and offer people that really can't make the whole thing, especially okay. on a workday. Like a replay. Everything replay. And that comes with it. <laughs>
0: That's fantastic. That really is. So Let's switch gears a little bit and talk about your mind-body nutrition.
1: Oh gosh, you were saying, what do people come to me most for? And a lot of times it is,
0: I can't lose weight. Oh my God, my husband doesn't
1: want to look at me and all these crazy things. And my jeans haven't fit me in five years. And now especially is we heard of COVID-19, the COVID-20, it's not funny, but it's the 20 pounds everybody seems to have gained during those two years of sitting and not moving and not eating correctly. And stress makes people eat. I don't care what anybody says stress eating is a really big thing. But with just to give you an idea of mind body nutrition, I had gotten certified years ago in the psychology of eating. And it's you want to look at eating as it's not what you're eating alone. It's how when where and why you're eating and when we look at people in other countries they don't eat like their pants are on fire they sit down and they have a tablecloth and they make the meal a ritual they make it an experience and here we're eating in the car we're like okay go let's go We're throwing something in our mouth and I, as I can recall when I was working in critical care oh god I coined the phrase the grab and go diet because mm-hmm you would run into the lounge you'd shove it in your mouth and you'd run back you'd have to run back to your patient in critical care and it was we were just grabbing and going and our digestive systems horrible so the whole program will deal first with mindset obviously and then we'll go into how can you change what you're eating and it, it's going to be exciting
0: dr Peggy. i have to admit I prepare my meal and I my setting down and put my plate down. I sit down and I make it fancy. Oh. And this is almost every day. It makes me feel like I am having an experience rather than shoving food just because maybe it's six o'clock and I know I have to eat something. Let me just grab something, like you said. But setting the placemat, the plate, my napkin—you're getting it all set up. It just makes me feel more fulfilled. It's weird. No, it's not weird. That's actually one of the
1: recommendations I give my clients. is exactly what you just said. What? Yeah. You know, where are you eating? What does it look like? And if you're eating in front of any kind of screen. You're not going to digest properly. And also you're not respecting yourself enough to sit and make it look nice. And and I just love what you told me because you're the only person I've ever met that actually this is that way daily. And that's just how you are. Yes. Most people are not. They're in a hurry and they're multitasking and eating and multitasking with something else.
0: And it might be a lifestyle too. And you're right. It might be lifestyle too, but I get a kick out of doing I it. I love it. I
1: love it. I think that is so cool. I do. It just brings me joy to hear that. At
0: least I could check that off as, okay, that's one thing I'm doing
1: right. Definitely do. And you're probably doing a lot more right. If you're doing that, you're doing a lot of other things correctly also, because everything pairs with something else. Yeah, that's, that's terrific.
0: I appreciate that. I really do. People in general have been struggling with their weight for many years, not even just the COVID-20. It's been forever and a day. But I'm sure that a lot of people are looking for the silver bullet, the the pill that's going to make everything right or diet that's going to make everything right. But the more I study and realize that all diets can work, it's just a matter of paying attention and following the diet. And then,
1: and I want to just address when you said all diets work, they work maybe to lose some weight, but you're probably missing a lot of nutrients. And I think if you just learn the value of how the machinery of your body works, what does this food do for me? It's like you're eating to live, not living to eat. So you want to understand what's behind certain things in a tomato or what's the nourishment in cruciferous vegetables. And once you learn that, you tend to want to eat that kind of food because you realize in the middle of the grocery store, stay away, stay away. Do not shop in the middle of the store. Just go around the perimeter.
0: Believe you say that because I talk about that all the time with my friends. I say shop the perimeter, right? Every now and then, I I think I've said this in a couple of podcasts, I'll, I'll have to go through the middle of the store to get to somewhere on the, other. and i try not to be the food police looking at everyone else's shopping carts yeah look at all the
1: carcinogens and all the food and all the and gosh knows where our food is grown and what it's sprinkled with and there's a whole lot of other things that go on in food production and i think that's part of what people will discover once we get rolling in the program we're put, I'm putting up in january to really educate people about if you say oh gluten-free What does that mean? And it's okay. You're not expected to understand it. But if you want to understand it, this is why. Yeah, and it's okay not to know. But you are it's never too late to learn, ever. Mm-hmm. You can be 85 and have always eaten the same way. And all of a sudden, something happens. Maybe it is related to something you're ingesting all those years, but you still change.
0: Something new. In fact, I joined a CSA in my neighborhood. And it's an organic farm that's very close to where I live. And every Saturday morning, I go and pick up my bounty. Organically Grown in the supermarket is great. But when you go to an actual farm, tastes completely different, completely. So you have that, the eggs, they're bright orange not in dull yellow. Yeah. Quality of food that can make a difference, to your point about weight loss. Explore and test out different foods, not only that we may
1: like, but how much better we're going to feel in the end. When I started changing my eating habit, the first month, I was just fascinated. I was like, yeah, this is really, I lost three pounds without even thinking about it. And I stopped being obsessed with it. That's another lesson. Don't wear yourself every day. Some of these programs say, you got to wear yourself every day. But there's so many different, different things that I had learned years ago about wow, I just all of a sudden was losing weight just because I was eating healthy and not eating any of those other things that I shouldn't have been and I'm imperfect because it's okay to have a break
0: oh I know that for sure and when I do have a break I never feel guilty no
1: that's I just enjoy the- again
0: another thing you're doing
1: right another thing you're doing right is farmers growing, getting fresh food. See, I told you you were doing a lot more correctly. You didn't believe me, but you are. You're doing many things correctly to
0: be healthy. We just need to spread that word. I think it's achievable for many people who have the right type of mindset or want to grow their mindset to accept some things that are in their control. And it's just a matter of application. And it's one step at a time. It is one step at a time. You know, one step at a time. It really is. You know what? I am looking forward to your summit on the 8th and 9th, whether I can participate directly or get the replays. I think it's still great information, great exposure. School right. is never out. You have to continue to grow your knowledge base, especially around the health and wellness space. For the most part, there are things that are happening within our bodies that we need to pay attention to and determine for ourselves whether or not there are things that we can do to manage through some of the peaks and the valleys regarding our health. What you're doing is really valuable. Thank you very much. I love it. I It's what I was put here to do. That's amazing. It's amazing to do what you, you have a passion for and love it. I think it's, it just really is remarkable. Let me ask you this. What question did I not ask you? that you wanted to answer.
1: Uh, You know what? This has been so enjoyable. I feel filled. I am totally content.
0: I have nothing else that I think you should ask me because if you want to ask me more, you call me back. Well, again, Dr. Peggy, thank you so much for spending time with us on the next chapter experience. I'm so happy that this chapter in your life is serving so many people, just not just women, but people in general. And we certainly do appreciate all that you are giving to the world. Thank you so much.
1: I appreciate, in turn, all that you are doing by being the voice of what other people are doing. And that's what makes it work. It's everybody's working together to make an impact. And I appreciate you. And thank you so much. I'm really honored to be here today.
0: Thank you so much. There are several ways to contact Dr. Peggy. You can reach her on LinkedIn under Dr. Peggy Gleason. You can reach her on Instagram. Her Instagram handle is Coach Peggy Gleason. And you can also check out her website, ProfessionalWomen'sWellness.com. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Next Chapter Experience. If you have already subscribed, rated, and left a review, or shared this podcast with a friend, many, many thanks. For questions, comments, or feedback, reach out to me at Jeanette Lisette at NextChapterExperience.com. We'll be back with more conversations, so until then, keep that fire burning.